Get ready for brilliant people, brilliant ideas, and a regular good time. This is Brilliant Thoughts with Success People editor Tristan Almada, the show that thinks about how personalities, relationships, and communication shape business success. And now here he is, Tristan Almada. In this episode, I talk to myself. And I talk to you, and hopefully you listen. It's all about taking notes. It's all about getting better at retaining information. I go over Herman Ebbinghaus's Forgetting Curve, which you may have heard or may not. And then I go over the four types of learning, auditory, kinesthetic, visual, read-write. And I explain how to be able to retain information better so that you, at the end, can just become a better person, better business person, and just better overall at retaining everything you're listening to. Hope you enjoy this one. If you're listening to this, you probably love learning. And if you don't, well, hopefully I can convince you to, to like learning a little bit more and for it to stick longer term. You know, everything you're learning, everything you're listening to, whether it's something you're watching, actually listening to on a podcast, or maybe you're watching a webinar or reading a book. The idea behind this episode is really understanding why it's important to take notes, how to take notes, and me trying to convince you through some of the research I've done that taking notes is an important part of your life, regardless of whether you think you're a note taker or not. Now, just listen in. I can think back to when I was about either nine or 10 years old. The very first time that I started taking notes, I absolutely hated it. So my mom would go to work and I would stay home with with my dad or with with my aunt, whoever was taking care of me at the time. And she would say, okay, I'm going to go. When I come back, I expect you to rewrite this whole story in this kid's encyclopedia by hand. And, and it would be like a story or it would be some historical story, right? Fictional, nonfiction, whatever. And it would be probably anywhere between eight to 20 pages at a time. And it wasn't easy. I can tell you my hand would hurt so much that I'd have to stop every, every once in a while, shake my hand. And I would write with pencil typically. And then I switched over to pen or whatever the heck I had there. And I didn't know at the time that I was learning how to process information and write it down. Because what would happen later when she got home is she'd say, hey, now I want you to summarize what you just learned. And what was happening is, number one, my writing was becoming amazing because I was getting, Tristan, why is your writing so amazing? You can blame my mom for that. And number two is I was processing information as I was writing it so that I understood it and then could summarize it better. Now you fast forward to junior high and I'm there, I'm listening. And then they say, by the way, everyone, this is how you take notes. You fold your paper and now it has a crease on one side. You're going to write the subject. And on the right side, you're going to write all the details of that subject. So for instance, in history class, if we would come across a figure like Gandhi, 
we would write Gandhi, and then on the right, we would indicate when he was born, what he did, all of the achievements and so forth. And so for years, I, I, I went with that process of taking notes, right? I would find the subject and then I would then go further in and say, well, what are the details of this specific heading or subject? Now, the thing is, I hope I don't have to convince you that when you write things down, it really does some things for you. Number one, it keeps you alert. Note-taking keeps your body active and involved, and it helps you avoid feeling drowsy or distracted because the very first thing that you'll notice once you start getting distracted is you start doodling on your page. And by the end, you have a whole bunch of doodles and no real writing, right? Next thing, it engages your mind. As you listen carefully and you start teaching your mind to listen with intent, you start writing things down and connecting the dots of what they're saying to what they actually mean, to how you can actually use it into your life, right? That's how it starts engaging the mind. And then what happens is as you start taking notes, you start condensing that information so that you can process it better. And one thing that I always love saying is the way that you interpret information is the key to remembering it. And this is you taking notes, interpreting that information. And now this is where you can apply taking notes to whether you're in front of a client, listening and seeing how you can help them, whether you're sitting and listening to this podcast or reading a book and taking notes in the book or outside of the book, you can apply this absolutely everywhere. And the very first objection I always get is from the auditory learners that say, well, you know, I'm an auditory learner, which means you think you think you learn by listening rather than by taking notes. And let me tell you, there's a partial truth to that. But let's dive into the facts of taking notes first. Right, there's a, it's a scientific fact that writing something down will dramatically enhance remembering what you just listened to, what you just watched, whatever you just learned. It can be read, it can be whatever. And research has shown that writing things down triggers more brain activity, stronger neural encoding, and more memory retrieval. I don't know about you, but when I try to, to listen into something and learn, I'm trying to be able to recall it so that I can use it at a later time. I don't just spend my time listening to something so that I can forget about it and not use it in the future, right? There's a great, great article about this. It's paper notebooks versus mobile. You can look it up. And that's the research I was talking about, which, which says it triggers more brain activity. Now, as I started doing more research into better memory recall, because that's what it's about for me, right? And that's what it should be about for you. You're not doing this just to pass some time. You're doing this so you can apply this to your life and in essence, become better at everything that you're doing, your business, your life, your, your attention span to things, right? Well, I do this so that I can have better recall for everything I read and everything I listen to. And I get to interview some pretty amazing people. So I take a lot of notes but check this out. There's this guy, as I was doing research, there's this guy known as Herman 
Ebbinghaus, and I don't know how to pronounce his name, so you can Google it. It's H-E-R-M-A-N-N, Ebbinghaus, and it's E-B-B-I-N-G-H-A-U-S. And he has this thing that he came up with called the forgetting curve. And it's, it's really a picture that shows exponential decay when it comes to memory. And to combat against forgetting things, he says, well, you should be reviewing things as soon as you finish learning them. And not only just review them, but also try to use them in your life, whether you're using them to teach somebody or retelling yourself what you just learned. And you know what the key to that is? The key to it is actually writing things down so that you can go back to it and read it and be like, I remember this and then use it again. One of the things that I do that helps me remember things is besides writing it down and writing the important points, which we'll get into, is actually going through and in some ways regurgitating it and saying it to my kids, to my spouse, or teaching it to some staff member or putting it up on social media if it's something I can teach, right? Whether it's on a reel, on Instagram, or a TikTok, or YouTube, the more that you put it out there, the more you're going to retain it, right? And so what happens is this this guy, Herman Ebbinghaus, said, well, you need to review it like day one, day two, day four, and, and keep on doing that because the more you're repeating it and the more you go back to it, the more you're going to retain that information. And that's what I want you to take here. I want you to take this and say, well, how can I review it if I don't have notes? Because the one thing that I can guarantee you is that if you're just basing it off of memory, everything that you're learning, you're only going to remember a very, very, very small amount. And by the end, you're going to just remember, hey, I remember learning something off of that podcast. That had to do with note-taking, but I don't remember what it was. And that's where I don't want you to be, right? Now, here are our challenges when taking notes. When we listen or we read or we watch, our mind naturally daydreams. Why? Research has also shown that the mind needs positive, constructive daydreaming. Can you believe that? Like, This is what we fight against. It makes sense because sometimes I'm listening and and all of a sudden my mind goes astray, right? It happens to all of us. And that's something that we fight against, but our mind, our brain needs it because our brain is often going between the focused and the unfocused. Because when the mind finds something interesting that that it either listens to or it reads or that it thinks is important it'll go off on a tangent and it'll want to think deeper on it because it says, whoa, 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 hold on, Tristan. This is something that you can apply or hold on, this triggers something. You might want to take a moment and let, let's just go this route. And there's nothing wrong with that, but this is why you want to take notes. I mean, there's a great book, uh, and I believe it's called Tinker Doodle, or I'll get you the name of the book, but... This is why we tinker and doodle and we write all over our notes sometimes because what happens is our mind is trying to get creative. The book is called Tinker, Dabble, Doodle, Try. 
Unlock the Power of the Unfocused Mind, if you want to pick that one up. And that book goes deep into why our minds go off on a tangent so much. But here's the thing, you need to bring it back when it is it when you're focused and you're paying attention and you've set 30 minutes to listen to something. You need to be going all in here because if you're not, you're just wasting your time. And you're only going to catch a very small percentage of what you're actually supposed to catch because you're using this. Hopefully you're using this so that it changes you and it makes you a better human being or makes you a better business person or whatever you want to get better at. And knowing that we naturally get distracted, right, because that's how our brain works, that we forget what we learn quickly and gradually, right, like this guy uh, Ebenhaus said. It's even more important to write down what you're learning and listening to, right? Think about that. But you're right. You know, we, we all learn differently. And that's the key part to the research that I did here well, that I went to Google on and, and read a few books on. But the thing is, we all have to approach this by saying, well, I know that I need to take notes, but... I may need to take notes differently because I do love listening more or I love doodling or I love doing this. I don't, I don't take in information like this other person, Tristan, and that's okay because we all take information differently. But remember what I said is the way that we interpret information is the key to remembering it. And that's what really sets you apart. And from the research I did, there are four ways of learning. And then that means there are four ways of taking notes. So pay attention. Here are the four ways. And then you identify which one of these four you are. It's probably a combination. I certainly am a combination. So here we go. Auditory. I'm starting with auditory first because most of the complaints I get are like, Tristan, I can't take notes. I can listen and I can't do both. Well, let me tell you, you can. You just haven't trained your mind to do it. So get over it. It's time to train it. Auditory learning. That doesn't mean you shouldn't take notes. It just means that you have to take notes differently. With auditory learning, it's a great idea to summarize ideas as you're listening, right? Because yes, in fact, you, you, do, learn, you do learn as you're listening, but the problem is you're going to forget way more if you don't take notes. And so the summary part is you've got to summarize it into small chunks of incomplete sentences and stick to remembering the stories that are being told or maybe the stories that you can relate to something that you're learning, right? Take advantage of that mind going off on a tangent and say, what's my mind telling me right now about this? And then correlate it back to what you're learning. Summarize that. And for you that's listening right now, look, your summary is easy. Auditory learning, how is it that I can do this? Well, I'm going to summarize everything really quickly. The key is once you're done summarizing it really quick is to actually review the summaries. And that's one thing we don't do. You've got to take time at the end of the day to summarize what you've learned, right? Or else how are you remembering it if you're not reusing it? And tie those stories that you listen to, to, to how you're learning it or or tie those stories that you're reading to, to something you can remember deeper. And one of the things that, that I've learned to do over the years is, uh, I'm an auditory, partial auditory listener, is that I've learned to take 
better summaries of what I'm listening to. And I'm always listening to see what I can learn, to see if I can ask better questions. I'm not listening to see how I can respond, right? It's like, and, and this is why it becomes so important when, when you're learning to take notes and learning that you're asking better questions. In fact, one of the things I do as an auditory listener is that I'm, I'm writing down the question that I'm thinking of as I'm listening to this person. And it all has to do with, or as I'm reading a book, I have questions. And it all has to do with actually digging deeper into it, right? Because now if you're in front of a person and it's a, it's a presentation that you're doing, or it's, it's a relationship that you're building and you're asking deeper questions because of it, that makes you look like you're actually paying attention as you should, right? And then you definitely need to go back to this later and be like, what happened in this? What did I miss in this conversation? What can I go back to? And the key is to review it. Review the summaries that you make, even if it's three sentences, right? And sometimes there are questions. So with auditory listening, make it easy for yourself. Summarize it. The fact is that the more you put pencil or pen to paper, or maybe you have a remarkable two or an iPad, whatever you do, right? Actually writing it out, the more you get your mind used to doing this. Number two, kinesthetic learning. These are people that like to move around or fidget or just grab a pen and, and as they're reading or listening to information, they're twirling it or they're shaking their leg, right? It's easy to identify these people because you can see them doing that. They're twirling their pens or they're tapping the table with their fingers or, or they're moving their leg up and down pretty fast a lot. And sometimes that shakes the table. I remember sitting next to a kid in high school. He's a friend of mine. He would shake his leg so damn much. It would shake the tables and I'd be like, dude, stop it. But that was a kinesthetic learner. Now, the key to taking notes for this type of person is to make sure that you have something that distracts that part of the brain that needs that interaction, that needs that, that kinesthetic part. Whether it's a stress ball or a pen in your hand that you're twirling, or even better, these type of people actually type information that they're listening to better because both of the hands are now active, right? They're typing in something as they're listening and both of their hands are occupied. Those are the best at typing down information and they're complete thoughts at that point. Now the action of typing occupies both hands and that allows the person to focus. That's the key. So kinesthetic learners do that if you can. And look, if you don't have a an iPad, or if you don't have anything that you're typing with, you've got to maybe pick up your phone and type with both hands, right? The fact that you have something in there is the key. Visual learners. This learner is similar to the auditory learner in that they need to see the big picture, right? Summarize, get to the point. Let me, let me understand what you're telling, what you're telling me. Get to it. A visual learner should take notes with big words and big ideas. Not really summarizing everything, but just really bringing it down to one word and circling it. Almost like, think of mind mapping, right? Where you have one word that leads to something else. One idea moves to the next big idea in the notes. And that's how visual learners can understand the progression of what they're listening to, what they're reading, anything along those lines. 
And now I've also seen some visual learners draw and color words, important words that matter to how they interpret that information. And you can see some of these visual learners, sometimes they've got like uh, a little pen bag of like multiple colors and and multiple markers, and they highlight everything and they make it look pretty. That's a visual learner. But guess what? They're retaining that information so well because they're correlating. There's a connection between what they're writing and the colors and everything is visual. And they have recall. They have better recall than you or I. That's a visual learner. Now, read write learning or read write learner this is exactly what it sounds like these people learn mostly from reading so when they're listening to something or they're or they're listening to someone speak or they're watching something they have to write things down in complete sentences so they can go back and process that information completely that's just the way they process information and that's normal So if you're asking me, which one am I? I'm probably going between auditory and read-write, right? That's that's what I think. And this person on the read-write learning, this person will do best by using headlines and complete sentences. So that might be you. I don't know. But taking notes and reviewing them after takes practice, whichever one you are. So if you want to retain more information, you can either do it or not do it, but it's up to you. I can tell you when you start doing it, right? And you you realize, oh, got it. I, I'm more of a kinesthetic learner and maybe a visual learner. Combine both. All of a sudden, you start retaining this information and you can recall it better. I can remember going into college and so I'm a history major. And going through history and writing research papers, I thought, wow, I can really write an extensive paper here. And I, I did pretty well as a history major, and I would write great papers, A's, mostly A's, and complete research. And then as I got to, as I finished college and got into law school, I realized, holy crap, I need to be way more brief, because as we were doing briefs for contracts class or for uh, torts, I would have to summarize everything really quickly and be ready to to spill that out as fast as possible, because you never knew who who you who uh who the professor was going to pick on so i'd have to be like okay i'm reading seven different cases and i've got to summarize the briefs and get it all ready and and sometimes he would never pick on you but if he picked on you and you weren't ready oh damn he would make fun of you and saying what what you don't want to be an attorney you want to be a pastry chef instead i can clearly remember that because i was sweating anyway The idea of summarizing something and finding the important points started getting me that practice that I needed to be able to read, take notes, and summarize better so I can go back to and remember. So I I feel like, you know, going back to when I was eight, nine, 10, however old I was, or my mom was teaching me that, going through junior high and having them identify, hey, look, here's a subject and write the notes, going through college and writing all those research papers, and then going through law school and learning how to be brief with all of these briefs that we had and all these contracts classes. I felt like they were all training me on how to learn and retain information. And 
I mean, I, I loved going through that. But now that I'm older and I'm interviewing people and I'm talking to so many different people and I'm in front of different people to pitch businesses or listen to other business ideas, I'm finding that these skills are, are exactly what I need. And that came from practice. And I know most of us, look, most of us are a mix of, of all of these four. But I also want you to pay attention to your emotions as you're listening, as you're listening, as you're reading, because one thing that we don't pay attention enough to is our emotions. When you're listening or reading anything, I think that the one thing that'll determine whether or not you remember a lot of it is how you're feeling at the time. How you feel actually affects your memory. And I don't know that I've read that much anywhere, or I've even heard it. But if you think of a traumatic experience in your life, you can go back to it instantly. You're like, oh, I remember that, right? Because you were feeling so, th this impacted your life. And you can always think back of a, one of your happiest moments. Think of the happiest moment in your life, one or two or three of them. You can go back to it, right? And so how you're feeling really affects how you remember something. So before I'm listening to anything, before I go into an interview, before I go into anything that requires me having to listen and take notes, I remember that I need to be in a good place mentally. And I transition into it. And I want you to do the same thing because this is, this is the key to doing better in your life and business. People need your full attention. People need to feel like you're, you're actually listening to them and you actually care. Because the world that we live in, it's all about relationships. And if somebody doesn't think you care enough about them, they're just going to go to the next person. And they can feel whether or not you're listening, whether or not you're on your phone, distracted, right? So out of respect, you take notes. And for yourself, you review those notes so that you can get better and retain more information, whatever it is. So here's where I'm going to challenge you. I want you, I want you to see which one you are, auditory, kinesthetic, visual, or read-write. Which one of those four? And then once you've pinpointed into a combination or one, then I want you to try taking notes in that way. And I don't care if it's if it's a podcast or a webinar or or an interview, or maybe you're, you're presenting something to a client, take notes. Take notes how you think you learn. If it's visual, then you know what to do. It's those big words and big ideas. Circle them, kind of like mind mapping. If it's auditory, summarize it. Even if it's two or three sentences, at least you have something from there. And as you get deeper into this, look, I, I've come up with other ideas other ways that I remember things, but uh, they, they get super deep into, into mind mapping certain conversations, certain books, right? Where I can go back and, and I'm like, oh, I remember this specific thing from this book. And then I've created an acronym over it. And then I can easily remember that information. That's for things that we absolutely need, right? So in the same way, I want you to see how you're learning so that you can retain most of this information because at the end of the day, you're only working on this to better yourself, right? 
And so I want you to take notes. I want you to review them after you listen. I want you to practice that. Because at the end, you're only interpreting information to remember it better. And the way you interpret information is the key to remembering it, right? Remember, you can always reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, or any of the social media outlets. If you have any questions, the best way is probably to DM me on Instagram, and it's Tristan.Aumada. That's my last name, A-H-U-M-A-D-A. And it's pronounced Ow, like you got hurt, Mada, Aumada. All right, everybody, signing off. Those are all the brilliant thoughts that we have for you today. If you like what you're hearing, drop us a review or just tell your friends. This has been a success podcast. Head to success.com slash podcast to hear more just like it.